Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Talk Over Tea podcast. I'm your host, John Chung. I hope everyone's been doing very well. I myself, I'm almost recovered from my cough. For whatever reason, coughs just take the longest to get over. I just realized that compared to you know flus and fevers and and stuff like that. Uh, but I'm almost there. Uh, anyway, I think my cough is like not not prevalent, but it it, it pops up every now and then uh, on on the podcast. But it's not excessive and it's not annoying. So just bear with me on that, you know. But anyway, today's episode is going to be another lighthearted, somewhat somewhat lighthearted. And fun podcast. And the reason behind that is because I was joined by a very funny, loud, and friendly person. And I mean all those three words in the best possible way. But yeah, she's my building receptionist and also a friend of mine. Uh, When I was downstairs earlier, I asked her colleagues to describe her in three words. I got caring, funny, and organized. I don't know about the latter uh, because I don't work with her. But I also got another three words saying uh, she'll punch you. Uh, I myself have not been physically assaulted by my guest today. So I cannot validate. I was about to say verify. Verify. You know, it's like the combination of of two words pretty much. But yeah, she's awesome. She's funny. And um, it's going to be an amazing conversation. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Give it up for... Lorraine K. If you're gonna be woke, be woke all the way. Stop using iPhone. Yeah. Stop wearing the H and M tops that's been made in Indonesia. Mm. Stop like Wogamas will just like just not wear anything, not wear eat anything, anything and just just kill yourself. Exactly. We might as well just stay in our room <laughs> and not do shit because exactly. like we'll be like legit. I feel like everyone in this generation were like walking hypocrites. Okay. We are live. Live, live, live? <sighs> yep. Okay, you know, do you know what's uh, crazy? Mm-hmm. So I always walk by you every day. Mm-hmm. Sort of, almost, right? Yeah. But I don't know a lot about you. Oh. So why, why don't we, sp- we spend the first, I don't know, 15, 10 minutes or so getting to know each other? Okay. Uh, How old are know. you again? I'm so, don't ask. We don't is that, ask. Is that, is that a rude question to ask a, a, a lady? Well... I guess so. Well, for me, it's like, um, I'm 24, but I just don't look my age, according to a lot of people. What do people say? They still think I look 19, and I'm not trying to brag. I swear to God, like, people think I'm younger than I am. That's crazy. I know. And I'm like, no, I'm turning 25 next year. Mm. I'm 25 years away. No, you look look, look 24. I look 24? Oh, my God, you're the first person on earth to say that. Maybe it's, like, also, like recency bias where you just tell me your age and i'm just like, I, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. About 24 but if you to ask me to guess i, would, I don't know i yeah i get 20 i get you 19, know 20 you know they're saying that they say what what was it um black don't crack oh my god that saying yeah i know i get it <clears throat> but yeah i think it's my family we all got baby face because if you see my parents they look much more younger than oh, what yeah. they actually are because it's also really difficult to gauge an asian uh an asian person's age as well yeah i have a hard time i legit have a hard time like there was one girl here and i was like how old are you and then she was just like i'm 26 and i was just like wait she's asian yes Uh. but she looks so much younger than like 
yeah. would think she was like, I don't know, in her first year of university or something like that. Yeah. I'm not saying that everyone in uni, mm-hmm. that sounds, mm-hmm. yeah. But she looks so young and I was just like, this is very humbling. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we are officially not the only race that age don't crack. Exactly. So we can't actually, yeah. I think it's genetics. I mean, you look at Gordon Ramsay, right? That's true. Yeah. He's like 50, but he looks like he's 70. Yes. It's crazy. Even when he was um, 30, he already looks, he looks young, super yeah. old because of, of all the wouldn't wrinkles you say and stuff. It's because of like work, like stress, because <laughs> he works in the kitchen, long hours, always screaming, angry. Yeah. You know? I think because you're frowning, a, he, frowns he frowns a lot. A lot well. So that yeah. plays a role too. Yeah. You told me once that you were from, uh, what, Belgium? Yes. Okay. Tell me more about that. What, so, what's the story um, behind it? Originally, me and my family were from Congo. Okay. But Wait, we, you and your family or your family was like, from Congo? Me and my family, like. you. So you were born in Congo? And I was born in Africa, yeah. Oh. Okay, this is a funny story. So my family's background is Congolese. Okay. But due to a war, we had to basically flee the country. Right. And my mom was pregnant with me and she had to give birth to a neighboring country, which is Burundi. Mm-hmm. I was born in Bunjibura. And then, then we, went back, we went back to Congo. And then my dad was just like, do you know what? Why don't you guys just come join me in Europe? And then we moved to Belgium. Wait, you, you, was my your dad, dad? Yeah, because when my dad married my mom, yeah, um, he was like basically like in university in Europe. Yeah. So he came, met my mom because he was going to visit his parents in Congo. Uh, you know, I fell in love. Da, 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 da. So they're both African then? What do you mean? My parents, yeah, they're both African. Ah, okay, okay, okay. 100% African, 100% <coughs> Congolese here. Okay. And yeah, so fast forward, um, said, you know, moved to Belgium. We moved to Belgium. And then um, <clears throat> we then moved here because obviously school and, you know, better opportunities and stuff. So yeah, I've been here since 12 now. So I'm very like... So where's the Belgian part? What do you mean the Belgian part? I'm a Belgian national. So you ha- you hold a Belgian passport. I still have a Belgian passport. Ooh. Is this like a home office immigration question? I'm just, no. Okay. What is everything? <laughs> I is don't this know. how is this how like the political landscape is right now? That every single thing is like, is like politicized. I know. Can you blame? No, no, actually, no. Because today, mean, this morning, right? I yeah. went for well, not this morning, this afternoon. I went for this thing called space psychology. Mm-hmm. So it's like how. Um, astronauts are going to cope if we ever go to Mars, how it's okay. like for an astronaut, like, you know. And there was a question and answer uh, session towards the end. Mm-hmm. And the first question, guess guess what? It was about um, this lady who said, oh, uh, as you know, uh, a woman is uh, yet to step foot on the moon. Yeah. So uh, when can we expect that to happen? It's completely, I mean, it's within the, the realms of the topic itself, uh-huh. right? But it's got absolutely nothing to do with the psychological aspect, the scientific aspect mm-hmm. of it. And thank God, um, the the doctor who was um, doing the lecture, she, she's a woman as well. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how the reason why that, that's yet to happen is because the pool of selection, like the, the, the selection of people who get to go to the International mm-hmm. Space Station yeah. on the moon, they're majority men. Okay. Women, women are just not in that field as, as much. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, that needs to change, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why do you think that is? I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. Do you know? I don't want to brand and say you know, women being a woman is cool now. Yeah. But that's the narrative that's being now pushed, <coughs> you know, through the media and stuff. Like yeah. being a woman now in this day and age is such a cool thing. So a woman yeah. can do anything and everything. Yeah. Even though women were capable of doing 
you know, yeah, a lot before. But no, I think women are yeah. pretty cool. In fact, I think women are cooler than than men biologically. Of course, you know. I mean. So I, I think women are pretty cool for for the sole reason that you guys can create life. Exactly. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of things like we channel a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, even though we get knocked down. We still get up mm-hmm. <laughs> and then still get backlashed. At, like, I don't know. I feel like, is it weird to compare a woman to a cat? You know how we say cats have like nine, nine lives? lives? How a woman is like able to just like, we deal with like periods, yeah. birth pain, yeah. like emotions and mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And having to basically compete with like, you know? <laughs> okay, so how do you end up at Skate? Uh, I legit just obliged. Um, to because it's like student accommodation. I worked for my student union was in a uni, so it's pretty much something new. And I was like fresh out of uni, so it was like a cool (laughs) environment to work in, and it was different. And I wanted to know more about like student accommodation because obviously in this area that we are now, there's like five or ten student combinations out of nowhere so i just want to know what's about like the background and since working for like this company i'll be honest with you it opened my eyes like Mm. first of all like there's no other team or other company i would work for like and i'm not just trying to say this because like i'm saying yeah (laughs) but legit it's such a good company to work for because it's like you know i've worked here for like i joined when did i join like in october like six uh, yeah. months later, I got promoted. And then like, there's always room for like growth and especially like my manager, she's amazing. Vanessa? So yeah, she's yeah. always like- She's such a lovely lady. Yeah. I love her. Big up Vanessa. Yeah. But no, um, honestly, it's such a great company to work with. And then we generally care about our residents. I mean, you know, we deal with quite a lot of stuff. Like in here, you become like their advice. Like, you become their Dr. Phil. You become, you know, um, accountant for some of them because mm-hmm. you have to like sometimes you end up giving them advice well yeah you end up giving them advice about things um, you become like you get like you professionally get attached to them in that sense because you you start to create this funny bond and it's nice you know like I am a very like humanitarian yeah based type you of like, person so I like, like to you like people I like people that's yeah. it <clears throat> yeah. I like people yeah that's good i like people too um you know like okay so back to like the astronaut example right Mm -hmm. because you brought people like one of the reasons why uh women are not so much in that field Mm -hmm. is because women in general yeah okay like people people more yeah men like things like objects more Mm -hmm. that's why that's why you see a disparity in nurses for example of course of course yeah uh, and engineers but in in the nursing industry is changing now you see more males yeah i like that mm-hmm. male nurse and that <coughs> i'm loving it yeah more eye candy sorry <laughs> <laughs> it gets boring like no like seriously like imagine <coughs> going to the doctors like you have like i don't know um a metal stick or whatever yeah. stuck in your knee or whatever yeah. like i would want to see eye candy while i'm in suff- like while i'm suffering what like if the what if the nurse is in eye candy though oh mm. true yeah i need to stop watching netflix and these like you watch Grey's anatomy <laughs> do you know what i've tried like these i tried i, I zoned out it's, oh, yeah. it's too much my girlfriend watches it it's like she like a hardcore 
I'm not sh- too sure about now because the show has been going on for a decade. For right? decades, yeah. yeah. Like, is it ten years? Over ten years? Yeah, yeah. It's too much. But uh, she she learns some some stuff and then she tells me like some medical stuff. Oh, yeah. But are they really accurate though? I always wonder. Like, are uh, these? I don't know. I I suppose not. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I, like, I think like maybe in the regular instance, no. But it's a possibility of it's like it happening. Dramatized. Yeah, you know, yeah. like Chernobyl. You know the show Chernobyl. No. So HBO. You know the nuclear disaster that happened in 1983 that causes whole um, widespread of radiation across the European continent. Actually, to be surprised, I was not aware of that. Whoa. Okay. Honestly, no. Do you know what? <laughs> no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I don't want to sound ignorant, but um, no, I'm not aware of that. That's something okay, okay. I should like. Let me enlighten you about. All right, some, go over it. Some go for deep, it. dark history, right? Okay. So, there's this TV series, and it's number one mm-hmm. on IMDb as the number one TV series, and it's been up there for I think six months. Okay. It's called Chernobyl. So Chernobyl used to is is a small town in this town of Pripyat, which is in Ukraine. They had a nuclear power plant. Oh, I see where you're going. Yeah. I think I know. Okay. So in ni- let, let me just finish the, yeah, the story on. since if people, since, I don't know, I guess some okay. people don't know about Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. So this power plant um, wasn't managed very well. Uh, I mean, I'm just summarizing it. Yeah. And then it blew up. And obviously, you know, nuclear radiation. So there was a lot of fallout. Uh, and obviously in the TV series, there are a lot of people and a lot of, you know, dramatized moments, uh, things that didn't actually happen. Okay. Well, you know, it's just overseas for the viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, including myself and mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, journalists and, and, I don't know, reviewers just watched in when like, oh shit, this is like scary, you know, yeah, like it's crazy. nuclear, nuclear, um, nuclear is the best and most efficient way to produce energy at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is also the most, most dangerous, dangerous of because of those reasons. But the thing is that nuclear incidents of that magnitude is, I don't know, highly unlikely to happen. But the thing is that there is that, I mean, I don't know, it just remains a possibility of, mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. happening, right? So, yeah, I, I don't know. Kind of just makes me skeptical of, of nuclear in general. Of course. Yeah. What do you think of, 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 I don't know, nuclear in general? I mean, for me, it's like... <sighs> I see the seriousness and like the danger like that you know could potentially happen but if it's the cheapest way yeah. to like get you know energy it's the one with the least carbon footprint as well exactly yeah. but then again if it goes I'm wrong. on the fence like I'm like 50-50 yeah, like same. it's like if I was to think like you know like politician and corporate businesses i would think yeah nuclear but then i'm thinking as an aspect of like you know family you know i'm like mm, safety safety and you know kids like i'm thinking about like once i have kids in the future like you know it's like a like a more of a 50 50 balance i don't know it's, it's tough yeah because sometimes no offense but i want to no, be like it. Fuck the turtles. And then at the same time, I'm just like, oh my God. The turtles. The turtles. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have this thing in the morning, right? I go to, like, to Costa every morning. I have, like, to get a mango passion fruit. I know it's very unhealthy. You're so basic. But, oh my God. What? Yeah, that's like, so is that what they call it? Like, these girls who go to Starbucks every day, they order the same order. Because uh, once, first of all, I hate coffee. Can you drink coffee or you? No, I okay. Wait, I don't hate coffee. I've only had coffee. uh, I'm 24, by the way, and I only had 
coffee last week and it made me physically sick. Yo, same. So same. I, I can't drink coffee. I can't though. drink coffee. I've come to conclude, even though I, even though before I, tr- I, before I tried it, I knew within myself that coffee was not for me. So when I tried it, it made me physically sick. Like Can you drink tea sick. though? No, I love tea. Same. Yeah. Like so that's the tea. thing. That, like th- I have the same thing with coffee as well. Like basically whenever I drink coffee, mm-hmm. it just makes me feel feverish, a little nauseous. Yeah, well. that's it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. So but I, I'm fine with tea and Coke and everything else. Like yeah, anything caffeine else. And mm-hmm. the, even green tea. Green tea. Yeah. I love green tea. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just a type of Probably. caffeine. Yeah. But no, going back to the coffee thing, yeah. um, I can't do coffee, but I have like green tea and then my mango passion fruit. But hot drinks, I will only have it if I'm sick. Okay. So if I have to be like, I have to have a cold or a fever, then I will have like a green tea or a hot chocolate. But every day I need to have my mango passion fruit. <laughs> but what's what, what, what was your original point? Oh. That you were going to relate this to? You said like something like every morning. Yeah, so yeah. So every morning I get like, you know, um, so (laughs) yeah, I even forgot. You forgot your point. (laughs) No, okay, going back to my point. So um, like I was saying, fuck the um, turtles, but I'm like, I care about them at the same time. Mm. But every morning, Mm. so I get my mango passion fruit smoothie. So you know how they now do like the straws, right? Yeah. So some of them will say, oh, you know, it's for the ocean and plastic, plastic, plastic. But I'm like, in the morning, I haven't mm. woken up yet, so mm. you better give me my plastic straw. Mm. After that, after nine thirty, I'm gonna start caring about the, the oh, so <laughs> the you environment. oh wow wow <laughs> I you know, have you have this like turn off turn on moment. Yes, I know, I know, and it's Lamau, so bad, bro. I know, and I know, and That's I have hilarious. a water bottle that says "Save the Planet" I right in front of me. But is it the escape one, the blue one, the thermos? Yeah, I know, flask? and we have those. But the thing is, these paper straws are so bad like no, i hate just, them it's just so not much. it's not just bad for the consumer did mm-hmm. uh have you had the chance to listen to the podcast i did on uh environmentalism no i haven't yet the one I with about the education actually. system mm-hmm. yeah so okay just just to sum it up it's just the idea that paper straws and metal straws are equally as bad for the environment Oh, wow. than plastic straws yeah because the carbon footprint that just you know that's required to produce the paper mm-hmm. and metal is a lot more than it is to produce the plastic, plastic. Wow. so you're actually like polluting the environment equally or sometimes even worse just in different ways that you don't see that's, it, that's crazy i'm not gonna lie to you i i feel some type of way like every morning i can feel everyone's Judging eyes you? on me and i'm like i know i'm, I'm drinking from a straw like yeah well, just think of it in a way that people are unaware of these things. Because, like, people just... It's, like, the same thing with climate change, right? There's a lot of uproar about it. Yeah. But I understand the uproar. Mm-hmm. But where are the solutions? That exactly. Same thing with the straws as well. Your solution is not exactly a solution. It is True. equally as bad. And people it's just don't know bad. enough. It's, like, one of those things where you don't know anything, you don't say anything. You know a little, True. you speak but a lot. Thing, would you think is do people actually want to know i think like people have this inherent bias in them that mm-hmm. because it makes them feel good to be this green environmentalist yeah and that's like why some people um ha- i don't know they just they're just so hyper environmentally conscious so quickly as well yeah just to someone the most yeah just to feel good about mm-hmm. themselves when in reality, it's, it's actually not, not the case. Yeah, it's not, yeah mm. I, I, I get it. Yeah. But I don't know. 
I just find it ironic as well. Because like these people, like they will say, oh, uh, you know, you should stop using this, be a vegan, don't do this, I don't know, do oh that. Oh my God. And they are the same people like, hello, you know, when you use your phone, you charge your exactly. phone. Where does the power come from? Oh my God. <coughs> oh. I, do you know what it is yet? I'm all for like, let's save the planet. Yeah. Obviously, you know, global Me warming. Me too. Me too. The, this it's world is getting fucked up. But there's so many hypocrites out there. <coughs> mm -hmm. It's fucking ridiculous. Like... For example, like they'll be like, "Oh no, we can't use like plastic water bottle. You don't know where it's that it is." And then, but they're the same people that carry MacBooks when they do their fucking yeah. <laughs> presentation on how how to save the world, yeah. or like, you know, I feel like this day and age we are fighting battles for the sake of fighting. Yeah, them fake humanitarians. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's so many. That's other. why, like, I just that's what I have an issue with woke people oh yeah same i have a big issue with i have an issue with them basically like radical radical left you know the political spectrum right mm -hmm. right and left yeah just, just i i just can't stand radical left people yeah. and they get all in your face and be like oh so you said this yeah you know for example like you know whatever i, I just said about the astronaut thing right mm -hmm. they're gonna be like oh so you're a sexist now i'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. well no one said it yeah i know it's the, i just don't like woke like even the word word woke is just like you know when you just want to create uproar yeah but you don't really know why mm -hmm. and then it's like a trend yeah it's like everything is everything must be a trend mm-hmm like it's a like in my communities like in my community especially like if like you know every day we complain about these designer brands saying this and that or doing certain things but then we get upset but then we still are the biggest consumer <laughs> you know what i mean and then like like you know for for instance like i don't know um i don't it's just crazy like you know, for example, like, let's say the Gucci incident, right? What, so, what was the, what's um, the Gucci incident? The Gucci incident was like, they had done something with like blackface and blah, blah, blah. We're not going to in that. So now if you, so then, you know, those woke. Yeah. So let people. me guess. Let me, let me guess how yeah. this plays out. Okay. So if you buy a Gucci bag, you're yeah. a racist. Not you're supporting, racist. You're supporting you're su racism. That's not ra Yeah, exactly. And then they'll come, like, let's say me as a black person, like, let's say Gucci did, a, a, I don't know, a designer has blackface. Mm. And then I went and purchase something from Gucci, mm. these woke people, mm. yeah, mm. they will come and say, oh my God, how can you support Gucci? Let's, let's, let's um, cancel, like Gucci's cancel, like how can you, now you're cancel. And I'm just like- Dude, cancel culture is cancerous, honestly. It is, it's, it's too much. And I'm just like, but you're the same people that keep buying iPhones. Do you know what they're doing to kids in Congo? Like, like you well, it's not just that in China as well. Exactly. Yeah. like. Five-year-old kids are picking up. What's that mineral called? Is it Colton? No. no. So basically, uh, in tungst the, there's tungsten, there's gold, there's silver in your phone. That's it. Because these up. are the things that um, help with the electrical charge and vibrations in your phone. That's it. And these kids are all picking up, working in like unsafe conditions. Yep. Yep. And you are worried about <laughs> me wearing a T-shirt that says black. I yeah. don't give a fuck <laughs> like yeah. if you're gonna be woke be woke all the way stop using iphone yeah stop wearing the h&m tops that's been made in indonesia mm. stop like we might as well just like just not wear anything not wear eat anything, anything and just just kill yourself exactly we might as well just stay in our room <laughs> and not do shit because exactly. like we'll be like legit i feel like <laughs> everyone in this generation were like walking 
hypocrites. Like I'm a hip yep. I I play a part as well. Like yep. don't get me wrong. I I have a fake walk tendency yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like I'll be like, "What? Moncler said what about black people or mm. did what?" Mm. But at the same time, I had to learn myself and stop because I know that somehow unconsciously I'm wearing a brand or I'm using a brand that has done something in a past that has offended certain yeah. ethnic group or religious group. So at this point I'm just like what can I do? Yeah. Let me just <laughs> remove myself from this situation. Yep. That's just that's just how it is now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think know. it's like a a form of it's honestly a form of just authoritarianism and fascism, social fascism. Yes. It's it's a big problem. It is a big problem. Yeah. I I don't like it. I worry all. about the next generation. Oh yeah, like our kids. Well, that's why I, that's why I did a podcast on the failure of the education system because nobody thinks anymore. Everybody just goes along with, along oh, with. this is the new norm. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people, right? Um, <coughs> like okay, so just for the sake of because we're on, on on the same topic, a lot of people are not actually fully aware of like the the sets of data about climate change. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then they go on to act as if they are scientists yeah. who've done their own research in their Literally. own papers. Without knowing, like, okay, so for me, mm -hmm. I, I share the same stance as you and a lot of other people. I yeah. I'm willing to save the planet and, and do little things here and there as long as it doesn't come off great costs to my social well-being or my social life. Okay, fair. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> at the same time, I'm also a skeptic in some of the things. Like a lot of people, so you know, you hear, like one of the common things you hear is that, Oh, um, ninety-seven percent of the scientists agree that you know um, yeah. the world's going to end in fifty years or whatever it is. I, I really want to meet these okay. ninety. <laughs> ninety. It's 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 only a quarter true. So ninety-seven percent of scientists actually just agree that climate change is due to man, um, okay. human influence. Yeah. After ninety-seven percent, there are different variations of the percentage that agree the extent to which human beings have influenced the climate. Mm -hmm. So some people say that it's not that much, it's a little, but it's not devastating. Mm -hmm. There are some people on the other end of the spectrum who go like, it is very devastating, we're going to die in two months or what? Okay, oh maybe not God. two months, but two years. And, yeah, and of course, you know, yeah, yeah. The whole fiasco. And then when you look at all these scientific papers that have been presented mm -hmm. over the last 50 years, there are like 100, 200 plus predictions that were, that were supposedly supposed to come true by now that have not it come happened, true at yeah. all. So then we don't that know. backs me to ask... Okay, anything can happen. Uh, <laughs> an, an asteroid might, might come down any Literally, second now as well. it might happen in 2020. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's give them hope. Not yeah. hope. Like, <laughs> let's give them the a benefit chance. Of the doubt. That's it. Yeah. But, but, you know, just like as a, as a human being, I'm just thinking like, okay, so if all these things have been wrong as well, mm -hmm. what makes you think that we are right now? Exactly. Either? So that's why I'm not, I'm not willing to push myself and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to sacrifice all of these things. Things. Right? when you have been wrong so many, many times. times but but just in case in case in just case. in case in the slight chance you might be right exactly. okay fine I'll, I'll do a little bit I do a little you know? bit yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll try yeah and I think like the worst way to change people's minds on it is block bridges and roads so people want to go to work you, you know about the extinction rebellion that, that's been like spraying like what 200 li liters of fake blood the other day they did no we're it, what we're in london yeah do you know what it is yeah I, I understand like everyone has a cause everyone has a you know wants to 
hear like you know when you want to let everyone hear your voice and you have something you're fighting for i understand uh -huh. but don't be selfish about it like you're stopping me from getting yeah. to work like yeah. i have bills to pay because yeah. of your cause yeah you're stopping me from doing what i need to do and i understand you know it's a good reason someone com might come at me and say yeah. why would you think that way they're fine for a reason but mm -hmm. at the same time i've got bills to pay baby girl like you know you're here fighting to exactly. to save puppies but <laughs> i'm trying to save myself from not being homeless exactly <laughs> so don't do that but yeah. no I, i totally get it um we live in a woke generation how do you think that's gonna get fixed? i feel like eventually everyone's gonna get bored of it and they'll move on to the next thing it's just i just trend. hope the next thing's not worse D let's hope <clears throat> Let's hope. Do you have any um, friends who are super woke? I have, mm, I have one, but I call her a part-time woke. Why is she like you? Does she turn off at 8 a.m. and, and yeah, turn back like on it? you know, she'll see something and then she'll be like, "What? This is outrageous! This is this and that! And we need to do something! And we need to talk about!" And then a week later, we move on. We don't hear that topic again. So yeah, she's a part-timer. Or maybe it's just that she's moved on to other things to get woke about. Yeah. But that's amazing. <clears throat> that's still a part-time woke. Why is there so much outreach? I just don't freaking um, understand. Like we are living in the most prosperous, the best times, violent crime. Okay, maybe not in this country, but <laughs> violent crime in general has gone down. down. Everybody's... Um, basic income has gone up uh, our yeah. buying power has gone up mm -hmm. we are living the best lives we've ever lived in the history of exactly. the human race racism not saying this that doesn't Changes, exist but, but it, we, it, it's we, gone we, down yeah, you we, know things are getting we're better doing baby steps we're yeah. doing baby steps so why is everyone making so much noise why can't we just be because grateful for once if you think about <clears throat> if you look at it we are bored yep that is true honestly it's just your boredom like yeah. we are bored we have nothing to do because if you think about it right like for example someone like me i go to work after work i go home because mm. i have literally i'm too tired to even go out and meet my friends mm. so um so i go to work go home i'm on my phone i'm scrolling through social media this is happening um let's say in france these pro i don't know animals are here breaking into uh, a, f a pig farm or something yeah. that's happened that's on my feed then, then you have my community the black people getting upset with gucci mm. then you have this happening in iran and then you have trump and then you have this so imagine on this tiny little phone you have so many things going on and i'm mm. bored at home and i'm clicking 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 oh, and i'm just like and oh just my like god this is happening for that split little second yeah it's like as if you have some, like you had a purpose for that little moment. Yeah. So then now you just, I don't know. I know, I know what you mean. You it's get the, absorbed you into get it. You get absorbed into it and then you just feel like you want to follow and be part of this. I'm outraged, like I'm pissed and I, yeah. this is unacceptable and we need to do something about it. But then when you wake up the following morning, you just don't give a shit anymore. You don't give a shit anymore because you're at work. Yeah. Well, it's not just that. You know that the, I mean, Facebook does this because they know that negativity in general, mm -hmm. outrage, encourages more clicks and interactions. Of course, yeah. So that's what they do. 
um, they constantly just bang on on your feet, mm-hmm. you know, all this negative stuff. They never tell you that, hey, you know, actually the economy is actually doing well exactly. despite this and that. You know, we're, we're living in very good times. No, it's none of that. It's just always, no. this is shit. This is gone to shit. This is even worse now. We have this and that this and, and this that. and that. It's yeah. just, yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes you need, that's why I say like people just need to step away from social media uh, stuff every once in a while. I have, um, Sometimes once in a while I do like a social media cleansing where I delete everything and I stay off social media for like at least like a month. That's really healthy. A month or two. But then you actually do like get like withdrawal. Yeah. (laughs) Like I I tend to get like one of Yes, I take my work colleague's phone and I'm just like, I know it's not my Snapchat, but let me just click and look at the camera and then just feel like I'm snapping on my phone. And then I turn it off and I'm like, okay, I had my daily dosage of social media. You know you can put um, screen time now, right? On your phone. I know. But then subconsciously, I just go to my settings. And you and just decrease it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know. I'm, do you know what's so funny? I feel like I'm a hypocrite. I, do you know what it is? <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care. I am the biggest hypocrite. But even though... I say that you do need to take a break from social media. It's fucking hard. Mm. Like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's legit hard. Like, I think we've come to that stage where you no longer can live your life without social media. Yep. Like, everything. Like, as soon as I wake up, I know I'm on my phone. My phone is on my hand, like, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same, actually. It's always it's bad. You, you feel really naked bad. without it. Don't, oh my god yeah because like, i bring my phone to the shower as well just this to goes back to, to the conversation we had like my phone like my screen i know i'm one of those iphone users whose <coughs> screens is heavily can I, cracked can I, can I actually take a look at this it's heavily cracked oh but my word. i dude even the um the, the inside <laughs> like don't the expose me but okay like i can't live without my phone like I can send this. It's, I can easily send this away and have this fixed. That is not a problem. No, you don't have to get it fixed. You can just um, get a new phone. No, but I have insurance, isn't it? So you I have, have insurance for your phone. Yeah. What Apple Care? No, I have like an external insurance. It's like to do for your phone. Yeah. That's a thing. Yes. Yo, I didn't know that. You can actually get insurance. Like I actually pay like, um, I think it's like. £12 a month for full coverage so I'm fully covered like water so damage but that this is me going back to my point I because I'm so, so obsessed with your with phone, phone you can't I can't okay. detach it because like I do for example like all my emails is through my phone yeah like when I have work, my group chat, work group chat, my phone, like I don't even call my friends like we talk through social media, Snapchat, yeah. WhatsApp, whatever yeah. so imagine me sending my phone away, yeah. it might take like seven working days. The whole process might take seven working days. What am I going to do within those seven working days? Well, how about me just telling you that your insurance company is doing you jack shit if you have to keep your phone away for seven days? No, I'm just and you're assuming, paying 12 pounds. No, well. I know, but I'm just assuming it could potentially take seven working days, but it might take 48 hours, but I don't want to take that risk. So I will die with my crack phone and no, and I'm wasting money because I'm paying insurance every month. I'm going to send it off. I, I, I'm going to send it off. I think that's the first step. I mean, you've said it. That's it's the on, first step. It's on. It's, it's recorded now. You I have, have to, do to it. send it out. I have to. to I have to do it now. Remember those 2010 to 2013, 14 kind of YouTube days when people just used to take like 
their iPhones, sort of, and start vlogging. And there was like some sort of raw element to it, like this raw humor to it. Uh, well, I found a YouTuber who's extremely hilarious, and I think he's actually extremely underrated for the stuff he does. It just kind of goes to show like, it's the content that matters, not so much the aesthetics. And this is just a prime example of it. If you're wondering who I'm talking about, it's this guy called Philip Solo TV. Google him or YouTube him up. It's actually very funny, very raw. And uh, I actually genuinely just enjoy watching him every time he uploads a video. He's done really funny stuff like staying 24 hours in an abandoned hotel room uh, or trying the worst reviewed restaurant in my city and stuff like that. It's just really, really funny. He's not exactly small, but he's not exactly big in today's age. He's got like 480,000 subscribers, um, but it's just funny to watch every time. Um, yeah, he comes up on my subscription list. So yeah, go check him out. It's Philip Solo TV. And now back to the show. What do you think of, um, okay, so you're talking about chatting to, to people, right? Mm -hmm. What's your, how do you reply people? Do you normally, re do you have this thing where you, uh, do you have your blue ticks on on WhatsApp? Uh, I don't think so, no. So how, how, do you have any unopened chats? Open your WhatsApp. No, I actually. <coughs> this is an interrogation now. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I actually, no, I actually reply. I'm actually good with my replies, but I don't okay. have any like connection here. But I actually, um, I'm really good with my replies, actually. I reply to everyone. Like, I am not those fake, bougie, okay, I'm not lying. It took me 58 minutes to reply to this. But that's just Snapchat. Okay. I actually took off all my notification. Okay, so wait. So on WhatsApp, you're uh -huh. telling me that you have zero unopened chats. No, but now I just have one because it's work. Okay, okay. Yeah. But apart from that? Apart from that, You've opened all your chats? I've opened all my chats. See, that's, everyone. that's responsible. And I've just triggered like 80% of my audience listening. Oh, really? Yeah, because a lot of my friends, mm -hmm. they have tens if not hundreds what? of unopened chats. You entitled little <laughs> bugger. I hate right. people like that. Scale it down, scale it down. I don't want to <laughs> lose, I don't want to lose my listeners, please. <laughs> no, but it's like... I don't understand people that do that. Yeah. Just reply to your message. It could have been my last message to you and I could be dead. Like, that is selfish. I have zero on open chats. And I have this rule, like just a rule for myself in general, mm -hmm. that I must reply somebody within 24 hours. Are you on your phone often? Yeah, I'm always on my phone, yeah. So why more or it, less, more or less. Why would it take you 24 hours? No, I have this rule. So let's say like oh, okay. I'm on a flight. Uh, oh, you know, fair enough. Or I, let's say, even if I just don't feel like talking on one of those days, but I'll reply you within 24 hours, okay. provided it's not urgent. But if it's urgent, I usually just reply on the spot I just, or within the hour. I feel like I have no manners if I don't reply. <coughs> like, I feel rude. Well, you've got good upbringing then. I feel rude. Yeah. That's why I have to reply. But then you would know if I'm if something's wrong with me if I don't reply. Like, A lot of people, like, they come up with the excuse, although sometimes it is valid, um, that they're just really way too busy and i think it's like an accumulative thing so it's yeah. like um so i have a best friend i don't i don't name any names okay mm -hmm. but they have this issue where they say that they're actually busy and i genuinely believe them that, mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. they are actually busy the thing is that if you if you didn't have hundreds of chats unopened right mm -hmm. you would be able to reply them um quickly yeah let's say like even if you have 
10 chats and open for the day you look at you open your whatsapp and you're just like mm-hmm. i've got i've had a very long day it's very difficult to reply to these chats so yeah. i'm just gonna leave them and then it's just sort of like stacks up and stacks up it's like homework yeah of course you know it's like if you don't do your homework today mm-hmm. and you stack it up and stack it up and stack it up you're gonna pile up your homework to a point where you're just like i'm way too busy to, to reply to my chats yes so the easy solution is if you just start to replying all your chats and you make yourself this rule like 24 hours clear it out clear it out clear mm-hmm. it out it's actually a very easy task you know what bothers me the most actually what we're in this day and age where we can send a text message mm-hmm. just like like that right mm-hmm. but we take some people just take as long as it is to send a postal mail to reply to people that's what bothers me we're given this technology today <laughs> to talk to each other mm-hmm. across the world yeah. in the snap of a finger. Mm-hmm. But yeah, people take so long to reply. You might as well just send a, a mail, a written mail. Literally. Yeah. By the post and it will take like seven working days to... Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, like, uh, I like calling people though. Yeah, I do. No, I actually don't. Oh, yeah? No, I feel like sometimes when people call you, they call you at the wrong time. Okay. And I could be watching like Big Bang Theory, like you're disturbing me. Mm-hmm. Go away. Why are you calling me? Or if I'm sleeping or like, I don't know. I feel like calling allows you to chat in a much, much quicker way. True. Because like if you were to text somebody, right? Like let's say I want to make plans. Mm-hmm. And if that person's not a very good reply, like not on the spot not online while I'm talking. Yeah, then I will have to resort into calling you. Yeah, it's going to take like three, four hours to make a plan. If I call you up, I can make a plan in five minutes. Mm -hmm, That's true. I see see your point. And it's more genuine as well when you call some... I mean, I'm not saying like, oh, stop texting, you know, just call everyone. Don't be that that annoying bugger. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes I call every now now and then just to check up on your friend. It just seems like, you know, it comes from a good place and and stuff. They'll appreciate it. But then, then my question is, how often... Do you think we should check up on each other though? Because my friend did a video on it. Um, she does like a she does like YouTube videos, and she touched on this topic about, um, you know, her reaching out to a lot of people, but she never gets that back. And then it created this debate of how often should we reach out to each other? I feel like if I called you like on a Monday don't expect me to call you back at least until like Saturday. Is there any texting in between? I don't know. Um, and what's the status of our friendship? True, but we could be close friends, but that doesn't mean we have to speak every day. Yeah. I don't I don't speak to all my exactly. best friends every day either. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what's up. Yeah. So some people f- take offense when you don't call them. Um, or you don't like, I don't know. Like, let's say for I used you, to be in that position. Mm-hmm. So I understand why. I mean, I, I wasn't offended. I just hurt. Mm. One, I mean, I think I, I'm not like this anymore. Thank mm. God. Two reasons. Uh, I didn't grow up with any siblings. Okay. So it's like my best friends are my siblings. Fair enough. Secondly is insecurity. Mm-hmm. So the second you lose contact with somebody. So insecurity is based on my, my past history. Right. Okay. So I've been ghosted. I've been... Um, I've lost friends basically. Okay. Right? So when somebody just stops texting you, you, you yeah, you start to get a little triggered? scared. Yeah. No, you don't get triggered. You get scared. Okay. Maybe triggered, 
but I wasn't triggered. I was just okay. scared, you know, mm-hmm. like fearful. Maybe that, maybe a, a result of you getting scared results in triggering. Mm-hmm. But the the core of it is basically just just fear mm-hmm. that you know you're gonna lose a, a very good friend. But I feel like, but then, I, you know, I you get over your insecurities and of course, of you know, course. You, but like yeah. me, I think <coughs> I I feel I'm the type of I, I don't know. I feel like I don't have to constantly call you to show you that, you know, I'm your friend and I care about you. Yeah. And da, 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 da. Like, you know what's up. If we haven't, if we're not, if we're not beefing or we don't fall over anything, if mm. we haven't fall out, actually, mm. there's no reason for you to feel like, oh my God, why is she not calling me? Or da, 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 da. Like, well, there are two types of friends. Mm. There's high and low maintenance friends. You're a low maintenance friend. Ah. So you have you're you're this very secure person, right? Well, everyone has their little insecurities, <coughs> but but in this aspect, in, in this, this aspect, regard, yeah, right. For me, I used to be a very very high maintenance friend. So okay. if you don't call me every week, I'm just gonna start like whoa, is our friendship okay and shit, you know? Mm. I start getting a little scared a and trippy. Thing, yeah. yeah, but then I I got kind of used to it. Okay. And I'm like, well, that's probably because the group of best friends I have now have stuck with me for a very long time. Fair enough. So that I have security in. And also because I sort of have grown to have this mindset that, you know, I I love you. So if you just choose to give it all up, that's your loss. It's not mine. I'm not going to bother. Oh, my God. I went, I agree. You like sometimes I need to. St- I completely agree where you're coming from because um, same thing with me. I actually had that little moment in my life where um, I used to do a lot for people, but I never got the energy back. So when I kind of, I guess in there as I've changed because I'm not giving that that old energy back, it's like, well, it's you. It's like, it's not me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know that that breakup phrase like yeah. it's you not me yeah. yeah legit that's my no it's it's me not you it's, yeah that's it yeah. like that's my mo like I'm it's not my fault how you feel or how you react or how you view things is not my fault like it's not me like you take that time to step back and reflect I have nothing to reflect on I am straight yeah. I will keep moving along so if you want to be there and not feel some type of way. Come on, but if you're gonna be, I also think that people like nowadays, mm-hmm. or at least like I, I've noticed, people don't like to talk about issues that they have with somebody else. They they choose to instead, I don't know, choose to gossip behind their back. Are you um, one of those people? No, do you know what? It's not even <laughs> no, 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 even that. It's not even like gossip. Do you know what uh, it is? I have I okay. I'm not a confrontational person, but at the same time. I won't shy away. I will straight up say to you, okay, cool. Um, I've tried to reach out to you. Um, whenever time I speak to you, I'm feeling this this sense of negative energy mm. and it's not sitting right with me. Mm. Don't know what's going on with you, but just to let you know, I'm good. So mm-hmm. if you have an issue with me, if you don't tell me, as far as I'm aware, we are good. So I'm going to move on from that. Mm. You're, do you know what I mean? So That sounds like principal you, talk. I know, but if you don't tell me anything, <coughs> how am I meant to know? I like that sounds confr- confrontational to some extent. How I, I was scared actually. Not gonna lie. A bit. Why? <coughs> I'm asking. Because well, I know, no, I know. Up, maybe because like I'm problem? more, I'm more of a, a softer person. Okay. So usually, like when I have a problem with somebody, uh huh, and who who's not like super close to me, because if it's like my best friend, I'll be like, of course, of course. 
oi, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. But if it's somebody who's not as close, like, okay, maybe it's just a close friend or a friend, I'll just be like, all right, what's the problem here? Let's talk about this. I mean, okay, I, I usually use that same phrase with yeah, everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's the, my best it's the best way to resolve because imagine <laughs> if I don't make the initiative to ask you, all I, for all I know, we good. So yeah. I could be, you know, coming over to your place and we can have dinner and we can hang out and go to the movies and do yeah. all of these things. But in your heart, you have this animosity towards me. You feel some type of way and I can sense it now. Why should I pretend and act like it never happened? I'm going to ask you about it. Why do you feel like people are like this though? Like they choose to hold it in and not talk to you about it and tell somebody else about it? At this point, I'll be honest with you, I don't know. That's something that they need to work on. That is no longer my problem. That is no longer. They is a huge amount of people though. True, but I feel like the way that I think now, and I don't know if it's weird or whatever, the way I think now, it's more of like, I don't have the time and energy to be asking you questions why, why do you feel that way? Why do you think that way? Why are you that way? Why are you this? I don't have that time. Do you know what I mean? Like, I have my own, sh- like, you when you, okay, do you know when you have your own things that you're dealing with, right? Mm. And you have your own questions that you haven't answered yourself. So, for me, I'm busy trying to find answers to my own questions. I don't have the time and energy to be questioning you and asking you, why do you feel so insecure about our friendship? Why do you feel this? Why why me talking this way is making you feel that way? Or mm. why does this and that? I don't have time to discover <coughs> and unveil your insecurities because then you're making your insecurities mine. Like I feel like you're being selfish in a sense. But I don't know. I think like, because... This is me. I think maybe the reason why I come to that point is because I've carried a lot of people's insecurities in the past. Like I've carried a lot of people's insecurity as my own where like if someone's like proper depressed, like I I was generally like, you know, when people say you feel someone else's emotions, like I genuinely believe that. So you're just really empathetic. Yeah. And I can feel it. And I feel like sometimes it's playing such a negative role on my life onto my well-being that i just choose to now just to cut it off and be like hey you've got your own thing that you're dealing with until you've dealt with that and you're ready to come back and be on the roll and act like you're all good i'm here but i am no longer gonna carry your luggage with you Mm. we are doing we're not doing that because i have 17 (laughs) <laughs> are the yeah. suitcases on my back so that's fair you know what i mean i feel like i'm like that as well i just wish i could also be more like that except that because i'm usually more invested in people mm-hmm. i see a lot of people and they have this tendency to just start judging uh and that's normal it's human nature mm-hmm. but they judge without finding out why Okay. Right. So you see, like, usually when somebody makes up a bunch of excuses, you just think that they're incompetent and idiots. Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to understand why they think that way or why they come up with these excuses. So what I tend to do is I try to, you know, get beneath mm-hmm. them and try to understand their thought process and why <coughs> why mm-hmm. it is Sorry. that they think this way. 
mm-hmm. and that off and usually in most cases I'll say eighty percent of the time yeah. I end up finding out that so, I mean something I didn't know before this, which is why they act that way. Not to say that it's justifiable. Of course. But okay, I understand the thought process here. So let's break it down now. And then mm-hmm. usually in most cases you end up solving the issue that they have at hand. Don't you think after some point you can't keep breaking yep. down for other people? Yep. You cannot keep doing that. That's when I stop. That's when I stop. Okay, good. Because yeah. do you know how exhausting that is? Yeah, because you, like you said, it, it becomes your luggage as it well. It becomes yeah. my... For example, like I had two past relationships where the two guys I've dated before, hmm. for some reason, I don't know why, I keep... I keep rotating with people that have some sort of issues. Mm. And this is like the humanitarian side of me mm. where, oh my God, like, you know, those fake woke people where let me go in and, and save the day and, and try to fix that person. Like, let's go on this journey of let's fix you. Mm. Right. But you don't realize that while I'm fi- I didn't realize that while I'm fixing that person, their like, their insecurities, their baggages actually became mine. So like now I'm starting to like, I, I'm starting to make like You excuse. get stressed out as well. I get stressed out and I'm making excuses for that person like as if it's mine. Like I'll be like, oh, well, you know, it's just, a, it's it's going to pass. Like, you know, it's just, a, you know, like you start making excuses and then you slowly start to like lose yourself because you're too involved and you're too focused in let's fix that person whereas me myself i had my own problems so that's why once i realized what i was doing and what i was doing to myself i decided that do you know what i need to cut that off and stop and just be like that is your problem you deal with it i will be there to like you know i will support you from a distance Let's just put it like that. I will be, you know, when you're trying to cross that finish line, if I'm at the end, I will clap for you and say, well done, here's your water bottle. But I am not running that marathon with you because I have my 25K marathon, is I think, 10K, whatever. I don't know, I don't run marathons. 10K, 10KM, whatever, I don't know. I have my own marathon to run, do you know what right. I mean? So I can't be running alongside. Yeah, I'm sort of like in the middle ground here. So mm. I'll coach you. But I won't oh. run it with you. But oh, I'll yeah. coach so you. you're like coach, okay? Yeah. So I'll tell you like these things. Uh, like for example, if you like, I don't know, you're depressed about your career, not not medically depressed, but you mm-hmm. know, you're yeah. sad about your career, whatnot. You don't know what to do. I'll tell you what to do. Listen to this. Watch this. Read this. Mm-hmm. It's good advice. Follow it. But I'm not gonna force you to do it. I'm not gonna point a gun at your head yeah. and be like you gotta do this you gotta do this you know if you don't mm-hmm. want to do it at the end of the day it's your life it's your choice it's of free course, will isn't course. it yeah and then also <coughs> do you know what made me realize um also why i think that way is because when i went through my i guess i guess everyone at some point in life go through their depressing period yeah. so when i went through my like little down moment I saw how it negatively reflected on my friends and I felt like it was very selfish of me to put my friends, my family members through that. So when I managed to put myself to this, I'm still in the working progress of being like all the way, I am okay, like I'm good, like I'm straight, I'm not depressed 
like you know when you have good depression yeah. but okay yeah so like i'm good now but it made me realize that i can't put other people in, in that so for me i would you know it made me realize that i shouldn't do that to them as well mm. so that plays another role of like you can't be selfish and yeah. you know so i yeah mm. yeah i get I, I i get what you mean in that regard it's like we as individuals like we all have our own thresholds yeah. Yeah, it's just that some people's thresholds are low and mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I get what I mean. Hello friends. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the podcast so far. I mean, if you've listened this far into the podcast, I would assume that you've actually enjoyed it so far, right? And what's the best way to share something you've liked? Well, there are two ways, actually. One is to tell your friends about it, and the second way is to share it. But another way you can do it is to also leave a thumbs up or a five-star rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening on, whether it be Spotify or Stitcher or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is you're listening on. It will be of great help, and I would really appreciate it because, one, it takes forever pretty much to record and edit and listen to the podcast again and make sure everything's perfect. And two, it helps new listeners find out more about the podcast as well. You know, it's the same thing when you go to restaurants or cafes or pretty much anything that you're looking to invest your time or money into, you tend to look for reviews and see what they have to say. And the same thing goes with podcasts as well. So it would be great if you could help get Talk Over Tea on the map of podcasting as well and i would really greatly appreciate it anyway thank you for listening now back to the show yeah oh my god there's one thing i wanted to ask you going back mm. to the social media mm. as a um you know your what what do you call them Con- social content media user yeah content creator content creator uh-huh. how what do you feel about the changes that's happening like on social media since you guys use it to basically like put your work out there and for everyone to see and to hear whatever you know like instagram recently removed the following you know under activity you can no longer see what your followers or who you follow you know what i mean or youtube as well with your subscriber counts yeah yeah i'm not a fan of it i think it's a horrible idea why um familiar with the idea of censorship Tiny, tiny bit. So, basically, whatever YouTube deems so to be hateful. So, okay. So recently, I think the last week or so, a uh, couple of YouTubers they did a full run of um, tags. So they uploaded one second videos and mm-hmm. tagged their titles with certain words, and you would find certain words to be red listed or blacklisted. Okay. So there's an algorithm to it in which the system recommends a certain set of videos for you if they are family or advertising friendly. Mm-hmm. Anything that has to do with LGBTQ is red listed. Oh, wow. Anything that has to do with conservative is red listed. Oh, I never knew that. So there's a, there's a skew, there's a political skew. So mm-hmm. essentially, the, the I mean, the YouTube content um, overlord, so to speak, the people in charge, the CEOs and the people yeah. in charge of the algorithm, they claim that they have no effect on it. And to some extent, they they do and they, they don't. don't. Okay. Because what they've done is that they hire these 
people, they offshore these um, monitoring accounts. So what they do is they end up demonetizing these videos because oh, wow. they don't think it's advertiser friendly. But these people do not have the same ideologies and same concepts and terms and conditions, whatever it is, because mm -hmm. you're offshoring these. They, they claim to hire, what, um, 10 million people to, to look through your videos and stuff like that. These 10 million people are obviously not paid in the US. They're paid in Pakistan, Bangladesh, all of which are countries that are not LGBTQ friendly, have different mindsets, different set of morals. So they're gonna demonetize anything they don't like. And then when the AI, the computer sees a certain trend and certain rhythm that these words are not good, it just follows it. So it automatically detects gay, lesbian, conservative, oh, wow. bad, 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 no. No money, no money, no money for you. So what YouTube has done is that sometimes they don't like um, troll accounts or bot accounts, mm -hmm. so they remove them. But sometimes they're not bot accounts, they're actually just normal accounts. Mm -hmm. wow. They end up removing them and you end up getting unsubscribed from people that you never unsubscribed to. And you sometimes you, you notice it and you're like, what happened to all the videos? Did, did this guy disappear or something? And then you go back and check, you're not subscribed to them anymore. So I'm not a fan of that because you, nobody can monitor the statistics anymore to see what's mm. going on. Oh That's God, why. You guys go through a lot, boy. Yeah. Well, not me because I'm not a, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not so. Nobody wants to claim know. that title no more, you know? <laughs> I'm like, not, I'm not like this controversial political or oh, full Brexit, no, full but Trump I'm dude. Like the but title of like content creator, influencer, like it's, it's been like, the name has been tarnished so badly that mm. it's just no one wants to claim it no more. Yeah. Um, it's like a negative thing. It depends, I suppose. Some people still want to be popular and stuff. True. Like the reason why I'm doing this podcast is just so that I can listen to people and change their minds or have them change my mind mm. in general. No, it's not so sick. much to become popular or whatever it is. No, of course, of yeah. course. So for me, it's like, you know, I think like, especially today, today is now an age or pretty much, I don't know, since 2016 when Trump got elected, it's like you either love him or hate him and people are just like, this dude doesn't even affect your life man calm down a bit please relax yeah just or, or politics in general yeah you know, of course it, that's politics it's like you are this small tiny ant in that thing so what if the government changes what you are you are in charge of your own life unless some radical change happens and the government decides to come in and take all your money and all your property True. you're in charge of your own life your own success don't be so fussed about these things and listen to people. Listen. But then sometimes that goes back to the reason, the, the, the sole reason why these woke people exist is that there's maybe, you know, there's certain things that maybe we should bring it out into the light and, and, and bring awareness to it. Mm. Like, obviously. I just don't think the way that they do it do is. The way is this the, the correct manner yeah. to do yeah. so. I don't know. Like I'm all for like challenging ideas, mm -hmm. you know? For example, like, um, yeah, some people on this podcast I, I brought on, like the feminists I brought on, mm. completely different ideology. Yeah, I'm a bit. But um, I still, I still listen to her. Feminism, you know, it's, it's, it's <coughs> interesting. <coughs> they, they, they another. That's another realm of. <laughs> for me, it's like okay. Yeah, especially modern day feminism. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a different yeah. realm. It's, it's a different energy. I, I don't. Yeah. I'm not all the way there. Like, I don't think I vibe with that energy, yeah. but it's fine. Big up yeah. to them. Like they have their own purpose, yeah. and that's that. Do your thing. But yeah. I, I, I can't connect to that. It yeah. does not match my energy. 
I get what I mean. Yeah. It used to be women and men should be equal. Well, now it should be like, women should overpower men. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <coughs> I, I do believe that women, we do have powers and shit, but. Yeah. So what much. powers? Do you levitate and shit? Huh? You levitate? Was it meant to be a joke? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm so bad. Oh, jeez. I don't, I don't. Are you one of those people that just takes forever to get humor? Yeah. Mm. I know, I know. And then, like, when someone make a joke, I get awkward. I'm just like, wait, am I meant to, like, laugh? What? Like, Are laugh? you meant to laugh? Oh, should I not laugh? Like, I'm, either way, I come up rude, like, regardless. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I just, yeah, I mean, I think just people should listen to each other in general and just stop screaming mm-hmm. at each other's faces all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, uh, what's your plan from here on out? So, after escape, I assume, I don't know. Do you have other plans to, to um, do other things? Do you know what? That's funny. Um, Are you sort of like one of those people who just like take it easy, see where yeah, the life brings me? Yeah, literally. I, I, I'm more of like a day-by-day chill. I'm not going to stress myself to see where I want to be in the next two, five years. Like I'm more of let me be there and I'll see what's happening. Mm. Maybe is, is that a naive way of thinking? No, I think it's a very healthy way of thinking. Yeah, because I don't want to pressure myself. Like, right now, my job is paying me well. Mm-hmm. I got my dream car. I can, if I want to, I can actually move out my parents' house. Mm-hmm. But I won't, I won't because it's London. <laughs> it's still expensive. Exactly. But um, I am straight. Like, I'm good for now. I yeah. go on holidays. Like, I've been... Yeah, good, good, good for you, man. I'm good. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what everyone should think. Yeah. Yeah. Don't stress. Yeah, I think people stress too much nowadays. But thank you for coming on. No, and thank really you for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs>